The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Baseball season is right around the corner in the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and SeatGeek are on a 30-day tour with fans from around the major leagues. Listen in as we talk about where to get a bite or a beverage pre- and post-game. Best place to sit at every ballpark for favorite food, favorite players, and favorite moments from all 30 stadiums around the big leagues. It's the 1420 Fan Experience Ballpark Tour brought to you by SeatGeek. Let's get into it. 1420 Major League Baseball Fan Experience Tour brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, today, this is, uh, I think it's our sixth stop in the uh, in the world tour here. We're uh, going heading back east to make a stop at Oriole Park to Camden Yards, uh, home of the Baltimore Orioles, and to tell us all about the uh, the the first the first retro ballpark that Major League Baseball had. Friend of the show and co-host of Brutally Honest Podcast, Aaron Riley. How are you doing today, Aaron? No, no complaints. Baseball's back. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I got to see a couple of games yesterday. I was uh, tattooed to the TV when I was doing a few of these uh, stupid little things I had going on yesterday. Uh, your Baltimore Orioles, are, they look like they're going to have a pretty decent season this year. We'll get into what's going on there, but are you excited for the, the Orioles season a little bit? I, I am more excited than years past, that's for sure. I mean, it's been uh, it's been bad for quite some time, so any any tick up is, is, a, is a positive in my book. When uh, when you're an Orioles fan and you go to a game there, what do the people who of, of Baltimore Orioles fans like yourself do they call it? Because that's a long-winded title, Oriole Park at Camden Yards. There's no way they say that every time. Like with Yankee Stadium, you say Yankee Stadium. What what do Orioles fans call it? Is it Oriole Park? Is it Camden Yards? What what do you guys call it when uh, before a game? Yeah, it's just Camden Yards. That that whole Oriole Park at Camden Yards. I don't I don't really get that either. But um, yeah, just just Camden Yards. That's 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 all you need to know. Before you get inside the ballpark, what's there to do around the ballpark? Uh, I read, oh, I will let you, you, you've been obviously, I'll, I'll let you, uh, you, you take this, but what's there to do around the ballpark before you uh, venture inside? Yeah, there's tons of, uh, I mean, I know I've been to Phillies games. That's, that's the only other stadium I've really been to, but um, to where there's barbecue outside and things like that, uh, kind of similar to Philly, but Philly's more so in a, in a parking lot where Baltimore's in the city itself. Um, it's, you know, it sits right across from the Ravens stadium there. So um, on the West side of the stadium, I want to say is where there's a pickles pub. That's a cool spot. That place gets, gets pretty rowdy before the games and, and, and pretty crowded and things. Uh, there is a baseball museum that sits right next to Camden yards, which is pretty cool. I've only been in for a couple of minutes. They were actually closing the, the time I tried to go. I should, I should set aside time and just go there you know, well in advance of a game, but normally for me, uh, just cause I'm a baseball nerd and, and Savannah, or however you want to say it, I'm usually in there for the, uh, for the batting practice of the other team. I've seen, I've seen your Yankees take batting practice. I mean, this was years and years ago, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, long story short, I've seen the twins, the Yankees, uh, Oakland A's one time, but uh, I'll never forget Mariano Rivera threw a ball up. I swear he's looking at me big, probably 400 pound, bastard got, <laughs> got got right in the way and took that away from and i was i mean at the time that was a lot you know quite some years ago that was probably 15 16 years old but yeah i, I like to go in the stadium when the other team's taking bp it's just a it's a spectacle man those guys make it look so easy it is crazy how they hit a ball isn't that the, the babe ruth museum right there that's probably the one you're talking about i, I think that is i, I yeah you, the babe you're ruth probably right i forget or whatever it is 
Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, they're, I don't I get my Yankee either. feet in there no matter what, no matter <laughs> how, how many times we do this. Um, so you're talking about pickles, Paul. I heard that that place is crazy, gets packed. It's uh, almost impossible to even get get a get a, uh, a spot in there if you're not there three or four hours before. But then I uh, out on was it Utah Street? There's good barbecue and stuff before you get in, into the, the building. I've, I've heard. Yep, yep. Utah Street, the, the train, the trains run right into the stadium there. Uh, I mean, there is Inner Harbor as well, and there, there's bars and things like that. Um, used to be the ESPN zone, but I think that that closed down quite a few years ago. But I think yeah, I mean, all Inner shut Harbor down a few years ago, yeah, all those ESPNs, right, right. Yeah. Inner, Inner Harbor is cool, but it's a little bit of a walk. Like, if you want to be right at the stadium for game time, you gotta you gotta go well in advance because I mean, you got a a little bit of a walk down there from from the main the main part of the of Inner Harbor and and where the aquarium and things like that are. Is the neighborhood, because a lot of these places, they were built uh, in some pretty shady spots. Is the neighborhood okay? Like, if you get to, after, like, before a game, th- things aren't usually too bad in most of these uh, cities across the United States, but you find the odd place that uh, maybe you shouldn't. And uh, I've read that Baltimore isn't the uh, the safest town in, in America. What's, what's the neighborhood like in general? Is it safe to just walk around after a game? Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's like the main drag of the city. So it's not so bad. I mean, the, much like any city, especially, um, you know, that I've been to in, in America, that is, is the homeless problem is really, really bad. Like, as soon as you come out of the parking garage, there's like a, a mall right downtown in Baltimore. And there's, I mean, there's homeless everywhere, um, unfortunately. And, and that's a sad sight to see. But uh, the neighborhood itself seems to be okay. I mean, I wouldn't really try and venture out too far. Uh, <laughs> Two block perimeter. Yeah, it's kind of one of those. Deals right, that. right. That type of thing. But um, yeah, it, it's all right. It's not it's not terrible. It's it's like I said, it's in the main part of, of the city. So it's a high traffic area. Before you get to your seat and you're actually inside the gate walking around before you and like, maybe after batting practice when they're getting the field done. What's there to see inside uh, Camden Yards to that you walk around? Is there a, an Orioles Hall of Fame? What's what they got going on inside? Yeah, the uh, shoot. Now I'm drawing a blank. It's too early in the morning. You got me here, but yeah. uh, no. And the, as soon as you get in, like if you're coming in from the from the street there, you can see where everybody's hit a home run down the uh, the right field line there. That's pretty cool. Like they have, it's almost like Hollywood with those those star plaques. They have the little baseball plaques. Okay. Of like w- where the balls have landed. Uh, oh, it's the warehouse. That's what I was thinking of. The warehouse. B and O or something. B and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About. They have a they have a really nice store there. I mean, t- it's a team store, but it's it's really not. That's that's something to see. In center field, basically way out in 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 the outfield there, they have. I know they have a Cal Ripken's uh, sculpture. They have Boog's barbecue. Boog Pal obviously played yeah. for those back in the day. That's a pretty cool spot too. Um, but yeah, those are like the main. The, the center field is where like the landmarks are. I think Jim Palmer's statue out there as well. I'm, I'm, I haven't been there. I got to get back. I haven't been there a little bit. So I'm kind of dusting off the cobwebs a little bit. No, that's fine. No, the, uh, it's, you, you talk about guys like Palmer and Ripken. They don't have a lot like the Orioles, as long as they've been around, they don't have a long illustrious history. So they do uh, tend to, uh, stick to the Ripken thing. And I, I remember when the, the Ripken chase was going on for the, uh, consecutive games thing and how they had the numbers on, on the uh on the warehouse across the road there yeah the orioles they were they were on a, on a roll there uh be, before you sit down in your seat you, you get something and you get some food a bite to eat what's the uh, the go-to thing? don't don't say a hot dog and don't say popcorn there's got to be something that because every park has their thing what's the one thing that uh camden yards is uh, almost uh more famous for than, than, than the game itself 
Yeah, it's it's probably a toss up between that Boog's uh, Boog's barbecue or uh, I mean just the crab. I go with the crab cake because you have to. I mean, yeah. you're you're in Maryland. Um, that's what they're known for. So I love crab cakes. I could eat them all day and and the next. So um, yeah, for me, it's crab cake. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of barbecue, that that barbecue is really good as well. No, that's yeah. I've I've heard the crab cakes is just something else. Yeah, like like I said, you can go to all these ballparks. Everybody's got something different. So just having a hot dog, yeah, you'll probably have one of those too. But you should try to mix <laughs> things up. You can have a hot dog out, out of your microwave for Christ's sakes. Uh, <laughs> you get you, it's, it's time to sit down. Did do you have a place like when you go to games, even if you, your minor league park? Do you have a place where you like to sit? Where you sit down and say, "This is my seat." Like and, and you don't get the exact same seat all the time, obviously. But the vicinity, where where's your go to spot when you go to an Orioles game? Yeah, I've sat, I've sat, you know, in a, in a bunch of different spots there at Canyon Yards over the years. Uh, I do think sitting on the home side, like where I can see the opposing dugout, that's pretty cool because you know you don't get to see those guys. That, I mean, you don't get to see even the Orioles every day as far as going to a game. But then seeing that that opposing team, seeing how they interact with each other and things like that, you know, I saw Jeter, A Rod, all those guys in their prime and things like that. Just it's really cool to see you know obviously be on the home side but then be able to see what the opposing the opposing team has going on as well so yeah normally uh normally first base side is, is where i like to be but um as as going to a lot of those games man you could you could probably pay for an upper decker seat and and then you can you can quickly move down because attendance isn't isn't the best in, in major league baseball that's for sure that's one thing that's always puzzled me a little bit like glad you brought that up aaron is that uh i i, I know they don't want you paying eight bucks for a seat and then he's sitting in the luxury suites I, I get that but you would think that they would want more people sitting in seats that the tv cameras panning on especially when behind home plate where you see nothing but empty seats you think they would want more people down lower just so it looks better on television it looks like there's more people going going to games wouldn't you i i think so too especially i mean not not even especially like there's tons of ballparks out there i mean there's probably more empty ballpark not empty, but you know, less than half capacity than, than there are full ones on a weekday. At least. I mean, you, you watch like Pittsburgh jumps it out um, like diamondbacks Marlins, like the, those the, uh, Oakland, obviously, or they, they just don't get the crowds. And, and I think that's an eyesore just as a, as a fan itself, like how many NFL games do you turn on? And there's, there's a quarter of the stadium filled. like that just doesn't happen. So yeah, I wish they I wish they'd do something about that. There's I mean, I know Brent Brent and I could go back and forth on on how many things baseball could could try and do to improve the 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 experience or the or the overall, you know, just the the growth of the game, but yeah, let's let's talk that cuz spring training game started yesterday. Uh this probably won't air until Thursday or Friday, got a little backlog going here, but uh, spring training game started yesterday and uh, the MLB app right now is free until March, whatever, when spring training gets done like the 28th, that's when they'll start charging you for it. And it's 200 plus dollars and everything else. And like, I'll, I'll get my money's worth, but some people won't and some people just don't. And, and I get it. The Major League Baseball finds a way every year, no matter what, and whatever technology that they have, they find a way to make sure people don't watch the game. But then the other side of their mouth, they say, well, we got We have to try, try to grow the game, and they bring in these rules. Like Baseball just trips on itself year in, year out to make sure that people don't watch the game. Why, why, why do you think that is? I, I don't get it. Um, you know, I know we've gone back and forth on, on the Twitter machine about stuff like this, and, and it's just – it blows my mind. Like a game that obviously has, has kind of 
taking a back seat to football, even basketball in some markets. And like they, if I'm baseball, I'm pulling out all the stops to get as many people to watch the game as possible. Like, how are you going to grow the game if, if you can't even have the ability to watch the game? Like that's, that's, that's asinine to me. And it's a shame. They got to do something. I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that they're doing these rule changes to try and, you know, get the, the interest of the, of the younger generation that is, but I don't even know if it, if it really plays a huge part in that. I like, we can talk about that too, but it's, well, that's just it, Aaron, is that if, if you can't physically watch a game, then what is the point of, of changing the rules? Like, if, right. if, you, if you're trying to get this demographic from, like, I talked to the Adam Kowalski from Chicago yesterday, and he was saying, they're like, the state of Iowa can't watch the game, watch a lot of games because of all, all the blackout rules that happen. So you have, you're forced to go to the game. But if you're, if you're forced to go to something that you haven't watched, why would you go? Like it, exactly. it doesn't make any sense. It, it, like to, because baseball is so, it's, it's a very regional sport, and every team has their like. If you're uh, in New York, you're usually a Yankee guy, and if you're in your area, you're, you're a Baltimore or, or a Philly guy, and it's just you, you don't really follow teams across the country. So if you can't see a game in your region because of blackouts and people don't have cable and they don't want to spend the two hundred and fifty bucks or whatever it is for the app, it, then you're you're not changing the rules to say we want the younger generation to watch. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I, I don't, I don't understand why they they don't figure that type of thing out. I mean, it's only going to drive in more revenue, more eyeballs, more advertising. Like, you would think that's common sense. I don't know if it's a like a network to network problem. I know the Yes Network is is like the Mac Daddy of all of them, probably uh, that and the and I think it's Nesson with with the Red Sox. They yeah. do a, a really good job as well. But I mean, some of these networks like. I know the Phillies, I, I catch their games because I can see more of their games than the Orioles games, uh, which is, is fine. But they're they're on CBS Sports Philadelphia, which is a whole hub. Like they cover the Sixers, Eagles, Flyers, you know, yeah. everybody, everybody. So the fact that like, I don't know, like you, you turn on, like I know they have those Saturday games on Fox, I want to say, during the regular season. But like the NFL is like every game's on CBS, every game's on Fox or every game's on ESPN. They... I don't know why it can't be, even if it's MLB network, like they have to do something where they integrate everybody in, in the picture where if I want to turn on the pirates game, I can turn on the pirates game. If I want to turn on the Padres game, I can turn on that, you know, like I just don't get why it has to be a market by market thing. And, and there's even times the Phillies are blacked out or the Orioles are blacked out in my market. And then I end up watching the Mets or something. It's like, I don't, what, what sense does that make? Look, you look at like how the swing and the miss that they have with that Bally sports, how a lot of those networks are shutting down. And like, I know like there's like, and we'll talk a little bit and get back to the, the Orioles here in a second, but there, there's going to be 10 NHL teams without a network as of right now, next year. Cause that Bally sports is shutting down. Cause they went bankrupt. So they, they they swung they took a swing and a miss because it just didn't work. So get the game. It 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 doesn't make any sense. I I do not understand how Major League Baseball just prevents people from watching baseball. And I I don't understand <laughs> it. It's it it just you, you you can only ha have so many people going to your game anyways. And if you live four states away or in a different country altogether, you can't get to the games. And blacking things out like it doesn't make any sense to black a game out in anywhere. Because if you're going to go, you're going to go. Nobody really says, "Well, it's on TV. I'll just stay home and watch it." If you're going to go to a game, you're going to go to a game. Like how many, right. how, and like how many asses get left out of seats because they said I'm going to watch at home? Yeah, and I mean, you can just go to go to a bar real quick, catch the game, catch a you know, get some beverages and things like that. Like, I that's what I mean. Like, I think the NFL and I think college football have it down 
probably better than any, but I mean, the NBA only really has ESPN and TNT like football has, I mean, you, you turn on football on a Saturday, there's 50 games on, you know, it, it's like, you can't compete with that. So yeah, it's something, I mean, maybe we should, maybe we should be involved in the discussions on how to fix this, but uh, somebody's got to fix it. it. It's for the growth of the game. Like they're doing all these rule changes to try and get more, get the baseball crowd back involved and, and get the fans back involved. So why not make these games easy to, to find and easy to watch? Or, you know, even if they're going to be like this, I, I think you got to cut the, the cost of the MLB subscription, the, the app. I think you got to cut the cost of it and then more people will buy in a at the price that it is. I don't, I mean, you got to be a, a baseball diehard, like, like yourself or, or I to, to, like you said, to make, to make use of it, you know? Cause we'll, like, we'll get off this, this last, last little bit that there, but uh there's a Tim Tim Hortons coffee shop here in Canada. Uh, it's two bucks, two bucks, two bucks, and they make nothing but money, right? So if you lower the price of it, you will get more subscriptions and have the same amount of money get getting brought in. It's 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 that simple. Like the McDonald's theory of thinking too. Hamburgers McDonald's, were yeah. six. Like they they were ninety nine cents here. Bing 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 bing, and they made <laughs> made billions, right? And baseball just doesn't get it. And well, there's our rant for the day on a Sunday morning. But we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get back into it. Uh, you you go to you go to a few games, been an Oriole guy for for your your entire life. Who was your guy growing up, and how come? Yeah, growing up, obviously. Um, there's been like you alluded to all those legendary players, but uh, growing up, it was always Adam Jones for me. I mean, I, I played center field coming up, you know, quite a bit. I did like Brian Roberts a lot too, because eventually I did transition and, and play in infield and things like that. Um, really, my my favorite position was third base, but less about me, more more about that is is uh, Adam Adam Jones was my my favorite player on the on the O's. That was really the I gotta say the golden days, but that's when they, those were at least they won the division the one year they were they were competitive during that time period. What uh, what happened to Chris Davis with the Orioles there, man? He, that guy, <laughs> he was like, and they gave him a boatload of money, and he's actually on the on their on their payroll still like this year. I think he's getting five point six million dollars, and that's more than most of the players we're playing are going to make. Like most of the team <laughs> actually makes. So, like, what happened with Chris Davis there? Like, just unbelievable how that guy would had one season. The Orioles said, "Here's twenty million, and he had, that was it." Like, is there a story behind that that I'm I'm unaware of? I I know I think that's that's about it. Um, and maybe that's the reason their ownership is is so abysmal now as far as trying to spend money, and maybe they're. They're terrified that the same thing might happen again, but that's really stupid anyway. Like they're billionaires, they can they can afford to write a couple of checks, but that's a different different discussion. But he, uh, well, yeah, he phased out. Real, don't worry about that. He phased out real quick. Uh, I don't know why they didn't learn from the Phillies. I mean, the, you've watched the Phillies pay Ryan Howard, and then he very quickly declined. Three four years later, he was nothing, and then out of the league. So I I'm not a big fan of paying these uh, paying these power hitters. I mean, you guys kind of have the uh, you you kind of have Jesus there in, in in Yankee land with with Judge. He he can hit for average. He can hit for home runs. He can throw people out from right. I mean the the shallow right field you guys do have. Uh, I'll say that. But no, he uh, Judge is is one of those guys I would I would throw the the paycheck or the the checkbook at. But Chris Davis was pure. Like all that guy did was mash the ball. So if he started striking out, he's going to strike out for two weeks straight. It's not like like Judge can hit for singles, doubles, and and play a great outfield. Chris Davis is just a big guy playing first base and and jacking home runs like you know like a, a power hitter does. So 
stupid decision on their part. I, I, I would have rather them let him walk. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I don't, I'm not a big fan. Of, I'd rather get a team full of guys that get on base, like a, a Harrison Bader. I like that type of player more than I like one guy that you're depending on hitting a three run home run every time. Yeah, Davis, he, oh man, he was, went from hero to zero quick. Like he was striking out like 200 and plus, 200 plus <laughs> times a season. It was just like, oh, here's an out, here's not. It was just that outside curveball that he just couldn't touch. And it was like, throw, you could tell him this is where it's going to be. He'd still miss it. Oh, it went bad. Um, I saw this morning, like Manny, Manny Machado was your guys' stud for, for quite a few years there. And and he got, he got his payday with San Diego. I read this morning, it's not official as of yet. So this might be breaking news, but uh, Machado, he opted out to, Opt back into just a longer contract. What was the, the Machado years like in Baltimore? Oh, he was that. That was. I mean, they were comparing him to A Rod and things like that when he came up. <clears throat> and I mean, we kind of have that with. I'm not going to say that far, but Adley Rutschman looks like a, a great player. But um, yeah, Manny Machado. I wish we could have locked him up at at sometimes. Uh, I I don't though because he he's he's a very like me player. He's a very selfish player. I don't think. Like, like judge always talks about, I, I'm going to, I'm going to play for the Yankees, not team USA. I think I owe that to the Yankees. I think if Manny Machado, if he's going to make the decision that that's in the best interest of, of only Manny Machado, not the team as well. So I, I, I did like him. He's a hell of a player. I mean, he can make any throw from third base. He's, he's a freak, but I, I'm, I'm not surprised that he didn't stay. He, he, he was a big fish in a small pond here and that's just the way it is. I was, I was disappointed how he went out. Like he basically requested a trade two or three months into the season uh, with Buck Walter still being there and things. And um, yeah, he just kind of left us right at the all, right after the all-star break and, and went to the Dodgers. And then he was the last out of that world series. So that was kind of funny, but yeah. uh, I, I did enjoy his time. He was, he was special and, and it's rare. You get a prospect that, that turns out to be that good, that quick. Because he came up re- really early, didn't like he was nineteen or twenty years old. Like he wasn't like he wasn't in the minor leagues very long at all. No, I think he was. I think he was twenty, but he might. Yeah, I th- he might even been nineteen. Yeah, cause you don't see that very often. Like usually, guys play play in the minor leagues for a couple, three years, and it's just the way it is because they get the the control and everything else, and they get they get brought up. And that that's another thing that baseball's got to fix is that that team control. And they don't sign guys, and uh, it's just a wreck. And they come up <laughs> twenty five games in. Because like, the thing is about that, wouldn't you want? to have the best possible lineup you can have because like i've said before a thousand times you can't win the world series in april but you can sure lose it and you guys missed the playoffs last year by two three games let's say if you had a guy uh gunner henderson that could have that could have played the first 10 15 games but they want team control and everything else and he can can maybe piece together two or three wins that help your team win wouldn't that be a more logical thing to do because if you get one playoff home date isn't that worth it I'll, I'll say it to you like this and I'll, I'll kind of answer your question with a question like in the NFL, let's say, um, let's say Jalen hurts. They put Jalen hurts in too early, for, for example, and then they shatter his confidence. Do you think the same thing happens in baseball? Like if they would have brought Gunnar Henderson up when quote unquote, he's not ready to for that. Do you think that's a tight, like I know Pedroia came up for the, for the Sox and he was like two for 28 or something to start his career. But he, I mean, Pedro goes on. He's probably a Hall of Fame player. So do you think 
bringing these guys up too early is a is a yeah thing. It could or, be you don't you don't lose your 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 skill. You lose that space between your ears, right? And that's a, that's a kind of thing. Maybe you can bring a guy up, and they have to get to a. Maybe they stay down in double A or or or, or stay in triple A. Most guys uh, they're in double A. They get called up later on, and and they get to a their confidence goes sky high. That's a good point, Aaron. Their, their confidence goes really high because they know they're going to get beat down to just level, right? Like they go way right. up, way up, way up. Okay, now let's let's get you down here, little fella. You're not ready yet, right? Because major league pitching is way different compared to minor league. Pitching. So that's good. That's about a very valid point. That's probably what happens. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so like, point. no, I, I think like in, in a, a situation like the Phillies or the Yankees or the Mets, even like a team that has a lot of success, I think you could sprinkle in that guy. Like, um, what's that? Not, what's not that? expect him to be the guy. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, who's that? Guy? Oh, uh, your shortstop. He's getting a lot of looks right now. Oh. I forget his name. No, the, 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 the Dominguez. No, the other one, the triple A oh, kid. He, there's a whole bunch of them. He's like 19. I forget. I think he's from Pennsylvania, actually, or something like that. But he he's getting a ton of looks right now, and and you know a ton of press. So I think if I'm the Yankees, I mean, you play Connor Falefa until you trade him, I guess, or whatever you do with. But I've gone five months without saying that fucking name. <laughs> Like I've well, gone five great months. Nobody's mentioned it. Nobody said it. It hasn't been mentioned in Yankee world. You just, you just ruined my day. <laughs> I forgot about see, that. I forgot he even existed on IKF. See, I think if, <laughs> if I'm in your guys' shoes or, or a fan of, of the Yanks, like if that guy could just play defense and even if he hits 200, just bring these other kids up. Volpe, that's his name. Volpe. Yeah. Bring that, bring that kid up. Have him play every, well, you know, have him play two, three times a week, if that, maybe once a week, get his feet wet while Connor Falefa just mans the field for the time being. Trade Connor Falefa when you think Volpe's ready and and do it that way. Like, the, the Phillies have that same luxury. Like, they have so many players at so many different positions. They can afford to bring up that AAA kid that they want to get a look at, and he doesn't have to fill a spot. The, the Orioles, the Pirates, these other teams, these small market teams that spend, like, zero money, if they bring up Gunnar Henderson, he's expected to kind of play every day almost because it's like, who else you you filling in there? So that's my thing. I, I think if you're a team that has a lot of depth, you can afford to bring these kids up and, and see what they can do. But for the Orioles, I think you almost have to feel like you're all right. The, this kid's ready to go. Like if he if he falls on his face, so be it. But we we put him in every position possible for him to be to be successful at the, at the MLB level. You've uh, you've been to uh, Cannon Yards a number of times. You, you've seen some games, and uh, uh, hopefully there's something a little bit better. Mariano Rivera throwing a baseball to you. Uh, it's it's hard to believe it's been ten years since he's uh, retired already. It's like 2013. It's crazy that that uh, he's been gone that long. They still haven't found a closer for fuck's sakes. But um, the, uh, the what's funny <laughs> because and you go, you go to a baseball game on a Tuesday night in June, something great could happen, or something that just doesn't really mean a whole bunch to anybody on a on a Thursday afternoon in 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 August. What's your favorite memory of a game at Camden Yards that you, that you go, man, that was cool. It might not have meant anything to anybody else, but what's what's one that sticks out in your mind, Aaron? Yeah, I went. I we went to my dad and I went to O's uh, athletics game back. This was so long ago. I mean, this was even before that Mariano thing, I I believe. Um, and we, I saw it was Wilson Betamit at the time, so not not a big name, but yeah. he he hit a. I think it was a two or three run a walk-off home run and that was cool I, I was never at a walk-off before and and it was kind of a a close low scoring game and you know bottom of the ninth comes up a couple guys get on I 
I'm dating myself. That's what I mean. I can't even remember exactly how it played out, but he smashes one into the, the right center field and, and obviously they walk it off. And that, that's just cool to be at. I mean, when you're at, at a sporting event, it ends in a, in a walk-off or a buzzer beater or whatever it might be. That that's, that's kind of why, why you pay. I think that that's for stuff like that. And, and it's so much better to be there than it is to watch a game on TV when, when something like that happens. So that was yeah. the highlight of, 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 of me going to, to O's games. I went to a few Phillies games as well. And, and, and I, I don't think I saw any walk-offs. So I, I went to the Phillies 10,000th uh, loss, which that was, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're rooting to lose just to be a part of history, but I did go to that game a while back as well. It's not very often you pay money to see your team lose. It's not, it's not, <laughs> not a normal thing unless you're trying to tank for whatever player in, in the, the NBA does that and hockey does that and everything else. I don't think tanking in baseball is actually a thing because prospects are so far away most of the time. Like they, 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 they never come out of the draft. Like and, and play play right off the bat. Like and it to to look at a kid three or four years down the road and what they project to be, that's gotta be tough because you don't know. Like you don't know. Right. Right. I like I like what you said a lot is uh what prospects are cool, the championships are cooler. I that's hundred percent. I can't agree with that more. Like and I don't I that's another thing. I mean, we can always there's so many things we could talk about, but I think baseball I I don't wanna say they have to put a cap or whatever. It might be, but they have to make it where like the pirates going into the season, the, like if, if you're a Pittsburgh, even, I mean, Baltimore, we're a little bit in better shape, I would say, but our division's a hell of a lot harder. So who knows, but it's like, if you're a Pittsburgh pirates fan, yeah, you, you love baseball. You love the probably going to the stadium. That, that looks like a great place to go to, to a game, but how excited are you? Are you like, wow, we have a chance to make at even competing. No, you, you really don't. So they have to make it where, the Pirates fans are excited. The Padres are excited. The Yankees are excited. The Rays, like if they could make it to where everybody has not going to say a fair chance, but it's, it's such a top heavy league. And I think now more than ever, I've talked about, I can't remember. I've had five of these before getting you on here. I think it was the guy from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He was saying that he, um, that Milwaukee is, is kind of, they say that they're a small market team, but the owner and he's, he, he's got a web page and he's a writer for, um, and he he said that they have money, right? And so is the problem is the problem that the Mets and the Dodgers and the Yankees spend too much, or is the problem that the other owners don't spend enough? Because your your owners got got in the news, and you talked about it on your podcast last week. That's a really good show, by the way. Um, that uh, they just don't want to spend money. They and they said they uh, overachieved and underdelivered. Well, okay, whose fault is that then? If you can add a piece or two. And 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 get past the sixty million dollar threshold, which I think that their payroll is going to be that, and that includes with Chris Davis on it. And I think they're still giving Bob, Bobby Bonilla money. That guy gets two million bucks a year to not even play baseball. Still, I don't know how that works, but because he hasn't been around for a long time. But your ownership group, the Orioles ownership group, they basically said, "Yeah, we're not going to. There's no point. We're not going to going to win this year, anyways." So then, why have a team? That's exactly what was my point. If you don't. That's what I, I don't know. You're never going to change things. Like as far as like uh, Manfred's not going to step in and say, you got to sell the team or something like that for, for those reasons. But it's such a, I mean, I mean the fans pay the price at the end of the day. Like, and I think w what would really make a statement is if people just stopped going to games altogether. Like, I yeah. think that's, that's the only way you're going to make a dent into these people's pocketbooks and they, I mean, they, like you say, they get the TV contract right off the bat that that's guaranteed money. But if, if the people stop going to the game, stop, you know, buying concessions, all that, 
went away. I mean, maybe they would change the way that they think, but yeah, I, I thought that was absolute blasphemy when he said we we over or we overachieved. Um, and and however you suggest under delivered. Well, under delivered. Yeah, like we didn't win the fucking World Series, so I, I don't know how we uh, under you know technically. Yeah, I guess we overachieved with the roster, but don't sit there and act like we're the the cream of the crop. I mean, we gotta compete with you guys who who basically run the division now that the, the Sox have taken a back seat. Yeah. The Ray the Rays have less payroll or they did have less payroll than us for quite some time. And they they're a sound organization. They make the most of what they can do, but will they ever go on and win the World Series? You know, it's yet to be yet to be solved. So it's a it's it's just shitty, man. It, it shouldn't be that way. I, I I'm not I'm not hating on the Yankees for spending money or the Dodgers or the Mets. But yeah, like you said, all these owners have money. I mean, the the movie Moneyball, uh, you know, he he goes into the office and he says, "We need a little bit more money," and the owner's like, "We don't have any more money," and and you know that they do. So, it, it's it's just such. I don't know. No other sport is is. I would say the gap between the good and the regular and the bad teams, and and you can say, "Oh well, look at the Phillies last year. They made that run, and no one saw them coming." But they still have a huge pocketbook. They're well over two hundred million. So. Yeah, it's just it's it's just crazy. Where do you see your uh, Baltimore Orioles finishing up this season? Oh man, it's tough. Like, I don't see the Blue Jays are that are that X factor. If if they're as good as they are on paper, I think they could even win the division this this year. I, I could see it with the additions that they made. Um, obviously, the Yankees are are up there. I mean, I see us most likely being right there with the Rays, hopefully that's kind of optimistic thinking i'm i'm a pessimist to the, to the fullest extent so i i i don't really know we think, think the we worst hope for the best yeah that's exactly it yeah i think maybe we win four or five more games than last year maybe sneak in the playoffs i would like to just see a wild card game at this point but that's low standards but it, it is what it is so maybe four or five games better than last year about you know mid 80s something like that that's the thing about the American League East. It is it is tough, and I mean the Yankees. I think they took a little bit of a step back. They still can't hit. They got they got their pitching is a little bit better, but they they in general, other than Judge, they can't hit. They got that your buddy Donaldson there, but uh, it, it's tough because you got if you go to the the National League East with you got uh, Washington Nationals, you can go eighteen and one against them, right? And and that that can be your season in, in a nutshell. But in the in the American League East, you got so many teams that are that are right there licking the jar to make the playoffs. I think Boston will be a little bit better this year, but you're you're not going to go um, eighteen and one, seventeen and two against anybody in, in that division. You're just not. You might get you might get a ten and nine, twelve and seven kind of a deal, and that's a success. But it's it's a tough division, no matter. And it always has been. Yeah, what um, I know that the schedule opened up this year, and now everybody plays everybody basically, and they cut yeah. down on the division games. Which I like. I like that idea. We'll see how that plays out. But yeah, yeah. Even that NL East, though, man. It, it's other than the Nationals, like you said, you can. All those teams will beat up on them, probably pretty bad. But I mean, the Braves are stacked. The Mets, the Phillies. Yeah. It, it's like those three teams will be beating up on each other. So yeah, it's it's tough. The the AL East is no no slouch, and and the Jays, like like we were talking about off air, like their their owner has has more money than God as well. So. <laughs> It's the Jays. See my they phone bill to, every month. Yeah, that's that goes to that. <laughs> they they used to be kind of a they used to be kind of a not a pushover, but they were not somebody you you'd had any fear over. And now they're 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 getting there very very quickly. It seems like. No, Aaron, this was good. Uh, you ready for some extra innings? 
Yep. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I'm going to say, oh God, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Day games or night games? I like day games. How old is too old to bring me? First time you're on our show, you answered this, but how old is too old to bring your uh, baseball glove to a game for a foul ball or a home run? Uh, never. You're never too old. Uh, what's What else I got here? Uh why did Buck Walter leave Ubaldo Jimenez in in the in the uh, 2016 <laughs> wild card game when he? <laughs> why did he leave him in the 11th inning of that baseball game? Fill me in on that on that that managing decision uh, back in 2016 when you I've had been, Zach Britton on the bench. What was going on there? Ah, uh, that one that one still pains me to this day. I can I can remember that one clearly. But um, I think Buck is very he's very stubborn. Like, I think if he thinks this is the right move, that's, that's all there is to it. And that, I guess that's what he thought. That's the leave him in there. And I mean, he got shelled, he got destroyed and we got kicked out of playoffs. So, um, I love Buck, uh, but I don't, I, I think he's a little, he's, he's been around so long. I, I don't know if he's like an all timer as far as like his decision-making. I like him as a person. I root for him. I, I don't really root for the Mets, but I, I do like, I do like Buck, but is he is he a fantastic manager? I, I don't know if I'm going to going to go that far. Yeah, I don't think like he'll probably up in the Hall of Fame. He's your longevity wise, right? But I don't think he's an all time great by any means. Like he's uh, that's I don't know. That's my opinion. I, I I like Frank. I'd rather have Frank Cona myself than. I think Buck. he's the best in baseball. I, I I really think that he's the best in baseball. Last one uh, is Pete Rose a Hall of Famer? Or should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Oh man, I'll catch some flack from level of playing field from this one. I know how they feel, but I think as a player, Pete Rose should be a Hall of Famer. As a manager, no. And I think now with the the, the way betting is and the way they promote it, not it's nonstop everywhere. I think it's it's a bit hypocritical now. And I know that the and the baseball Hall of Fame voting system is a bit of a joke too. The way that, that goes down and everything else, and because Scott Rowland's not a Hall of Famer, Hall are really good, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that, that's that's right. my opinion on that one i don't know there's to only have one guy go in this year i i don't get it and, and how guys we actually we'll, we'll get a bunch of us together and when we'll do a pre uh baseball show before we get going because that that baseball hall of fame that's an, an absolute disaster uh <laughs> aaron thanks very much for doing this what do you guys got going on there at brutally honest sports great show the other day by the way like fantastic i'm a baseball dork so that's why i like that one a little bit more but uh you know it was a great show the other day what do you guys got going on yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to convert JD into watching baseball again because he's he's a he's a football guy through and through. I think him and Dave are are more on the same wavelength there. But uh, yeah, we're just trying to put out at least two, you know, maybe three shows a week as we can, and and trying to boost up our YouTube channel and things. And we're we're just trying to grow and and try and just try different things and and put our name out there. So you know, definitely check us out on Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts mostly. But our our Small YouTube channel will will have some uploads uh, more frequently as we go forward. But yeah, as always, it's it's you're one of the the more uh, humble and modest Yankee fans I, I I've met. So or there's I've nothing spoken. worse than Yankee fans. <laughs> I'll say it. For, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. <laughs> so I, I can appreciate it. Uh, you know, you're you're an umpire. You're you're a baseball enthusiast yourself. So I can go back and forth with you all day. I, I love this game and I played it all the way growing up. So. It uh, it'll always be close to my heart, even though you know the ch- throughout the changes and all the problems that it does have. It's it is uh, in my book, America's pastime. 
I think it's still like there's still everybody like the thing I like about baseball. And we'll get you get off here, but the thing I like about baseball the most is everybody at one point or another has played it. Whether you played softball or or something in in little league, like everybody has has played it at least once in their life. And I'm not, and that's not even a stretch. Everybody has put a glove on and played. Some people have like there's lots of people who've never played hockey. There's lots. There's lots of people who never played basketball. There's lots. Uh, lots of people. Like, I never played football. There's lots. There's lots more of those, right? But at some point, everybody has played baseball, whether it be even kickball or whatever in the gym. Like, everybody has played. No matter what, every, everybody's played some form, form of the game, whether it be in their backyard or, or at, at a little league field. So, that, I think that's – I still think it's America's pastime, and it's, it's the greatest game in the world to me. Yep. Yeah, it's it, – the love of the sport will never go away for me. I, even if my team uh, – like I said, I go, I maybe I'm a fake fan. I, I like the Phillies too, but whatever it, it is where it is. But um, yeah, even, even watching a team struggle, it's still, there's nothing like an afternoon baseball game. You can relax. Football is very like I'm on edge. It's, it's, I almost, I have to drink watching football at base baseball. You can just kind of kick back, you know, kick your feet up and, and people say it's boring, this and that you can shove it. It's, it's a great sport in my book. You have to. It's a it's a thinking man's game. Some people who th- think that it's boring, maybe they have their IQ level might not be that high. But that's <laughs> that's my opinion. I probably shouldn't have said that because I'm going to get the cancel culture and everything else. But anyways, no, uh, Aaron, thank you very much for your info on the uh, Camden Yards. Now, now that I know you just call it Camden Yards and everything else going on, and we'll have to do get to, to get it before the season starts and get something together. Or maybe we'll get some more belly up people going and see what so we can't get uh, a big uh, great big show going on. But thanks very much for doing this. We'll talk to you uh, as the season gets going. Yep, thank you very much. No problem, man.